everyone, and welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter in automotive lending and leasing. It is Monday, January 22nd, and I'm Amanda Harris, joined by Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending January 19th, 2024. In economic news, economists predict gross domestic product to show an annualized 2% increase in the fourth quarter on the heels of a 4.9% uptick in the third quarter, and marking the strongest two consecutive quarters of growth since 2021, according to Bloomberg. Inflation is slowing, opening the door for U.S. central banks to drop interest rates this year, but policymakers so far have been reluctant to commit to a decline earlier this year. In auto news, Ford Motor Company plans to cut about 1,400 employees, making its F-150 Lightning truck amid waiting consumer demand for electric vehicles. The cuts will come as the company scales back production to one shift beginning in April at its Rogue Electric Vehicle Center. Ford also cut its production goals for the F-150 in half for this year. In auto finance news, we had more fourth quarter bank earnings this week, and the results remain mixed. Ally Financial's origination volume increased 4.4% year-over-year to $9.9 billion. For the full year, Ally received 13.8 million auto finance applications, with full-year origination volume down 13.8% year-over-year to $40 billion, as the bank's approval rate ticked down four percentage points compared with the full-year 2022. Ally's auto outstandings were flat year-over-year at $94.2 billion. Fifth-thirds indirect secured consumer outstandings, which primarily are made of auto, decreased 9.6% year-over-year to $15 billion as the bank intentionally scaled back auto lending due to the high rates. The bank does expect auto production to pick back up this year as credit and units pull back again and rates start to come down. Delinquencies and net charge-offs across Ally and Fifth-thirds auto books also increased during the quarter in line with trends we've seen across the industry so far. Truist, PNC Financial, U.S. Bank, and Huntington also reported this week. Riley, what's the upshot there? Yeah, so I'll give a little overview without really diving into specifics, but um, get into the trends that we're seeing across the banks. Um, As we expected, this earnings season has... um, has come out as expected to being some banks pulling back um, and prioritizing um, higher revenue lines of business. Um, so starting with originations between those four banks, um, Huntington and U.S. Bank were the only two to break out originations. Uh, Truist and PNC did not. Um, Huntington's originations were flat year over year at $1.2 billion. Um, U.S. Bank uh, tallied a 2% decline in their originations at $1.1 billion. Uh, U.S. Bank's president and chief executive, Andy Sassir, uh, credited to elevated interest rates, compressed interest margins, and a competitive environment, which prompted the bank to be less aggressive in certain lending categories, which includes auto. And that's something that we've been seeing across most of the banks that have reported so far this quarter. Uh, Turning to outstandings, uh, PNC's auto portfolio increased uh, just under 1% year over year to $14.9 billion. They now join Bank of America and Chase Auto as the only banks who reported a year over year increase in their, in their portfolio. Uh, so that means outstandings were down at Huntington, Truist, and U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank uh, reported the largest 
decline in their portfolio of 46% year over year, which brought their portfolio to $9.7 billion. Uh, truest outstandings came in at 23 billion. They were down 17% year over year. Uh, and then Truist also does expect further decline in their average commercial and consumer balances uh, in the first quarter as the bank is shifting as well towards um, deepening client relationships and de-emphasizing those lower return portfolios. Uh, as we've seen over the last few quarters, delinquencies continue to rise a little bit. Um, they rose at all four banks except for PNC. Um, PNC is actually the only bank that has reported a decline in delinquency levels this quarter. Uh, their 30 to 59 uh, days delinquent came in at 0.61%, and so that's still very much below the entire um, the entire market. Uh, Huntington senior executive VP and chief financial officer said that credit quality across the bank's portfolio remained strong, but they actually had slight deterioration on their auto book. Uh, Truist, meanwhile, had the largest delinquency increase among those four banks. Uh, their loans at 30 to 89 days delinquent went up 55 basis points year over year to 2.8%. Uh, and then PNC gave a little bit of a 2024 economic outlook that I wanted to leave you on. Uh, they said that they are expecting a mild recession in the middle of 2024 with a contraction of less than 1% in real GDP. Uh, Robert Riley said we expect the federal funds rate to remain unchanged between 525 to 5.5% through mid 2024. And then when the Fed begins to cut rates, they expect a reduction of 75 basis points in 2024 with a 25 basis point decline in July, November and December. Um, so that's pretty much all on the bank earnings side. Uh, we have the captives, I believe, reporting next week. Um, so we'll bring you that coverage. And uh, then the re retailers come after that. So definitely, yeah, more earnings coming down the pipe. And I think it'll be an interesting quarter because we know that credit unions are, you know, had kind of been stepping in a little bit on auto. We saw them, you know, securitizing quite a bit of their auto books as well um, as liquidity challenges kind of persist. And I am hearing, you know, that might shake up things a little bit as captives come back in with incentives. We may see the banks step back even further, credit unions kind of in the middle, depending on, you know, each one's liquidity situation and whether auto makes sense for them where to put their capital. So I think those things are going to play out and make a very interesting uh, quarter and quarters to come this year just for earnings. So we'll have to keep a close eye on that. And like you said, um, we'll have some more earnings coming up this week, uh, Tesla and Capital One report. So stay tuned for those results and more earnings in the coming weeks as we finish out the earnings season for this quarter. Um, but that will do it for today's episode. Uh, so thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter and LinkedIn. And we will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.